Welcome to Music Monday Hangouts with Jackknife Stiletto. Every week we chat with new artists and have a casual hangout with them. We live stream new episodes every week on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Check out jackknifestiletto.com for more schedule info. During our live streams, you can join in on the conversation while we have a live Q&A with us and our guests. Our Music Monday Hangouts feature those episodes on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever else you stream your podcasts. Grab a coffee and enjoy. It says it's live. <laughs> Make sure your Facebook is muted. Uh oh. <laughs> okay, it says that we're live now. Yeah. We're live. Uh, Band mom says live. <laughs> yeah, just so if anyone has the playback on, just make sure your uh, Facebook's muted. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Howdy. Um, Facebook did not want us to come on here again, which is very rude. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. But uh, we're here with our friends, uh, Vices of Vanity from Atlanta, right? Hotlanta. Hotlanta. I'm like, we played with you guys in Hotlanta, so. <laughs> At the uh, 529. Yeah, the 529 bar, which was yeah. pretty cool. So how are, how are you guys doing? What have you been up to? Oh, everything. <laughs> oh. Adapting. Adapting. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh, we're uh, in the middle of, like, writing stuff, and uh, we, uh, we're we all full-time musicians, so we do covers and stuff, so we've been kind of chugging along with that and just figuring out all new technology and uh, how to uh, be creative with uh, yeah. this whole 2020 thing. <laughs> yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I, uh, I started a podcast as well, so it was, like, kind of funny going through all this stuff. It's, like, it's weird being on this side of the camera. <laughs> Usually I'm on the other side. <laughs> So, but yeah, so definitely learning how to not only do my own recording or own in-house recording of music and sessions and whatever, but like podcast, understanding YouTube, understanding marketing, you know, how to get all that stuff out there, how to edit music, how to edit videos, which you've been doing a lot of editing music. Video videos. editing, yes, all um, that so, content. So it's been, it has been an upward uh, curve, but it's been good actually. Nice. That's awesome. What's your uh, podcast? Does it have a... Yeah, so uh, Sonic Sonic Sphere podcast, and we talk about music, and uh, we have interview too, so I got to get you guys on Sonic Sphere, so we got to Yes. Uh, But yeah, and I've been doing uh, figuring out the Zoom thing too now, so it's kind of the same thing, because... Welcome uh, to Zoom. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So before it was like local people in-house, and and now the last couple episodes have been able to do, you know, people from all over. So yeah, definitely need to get you guys on. Right. Do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We're we're down. (laughs) Awesome. Yes. Um... So have you guys been uh, playing out at all yet? Or what's what's the uh, what's going on down there in Atlanta? Well, I have to say that uh, Georgia's pretty open, I would say, for the city of Atlanta, though yeah, it's so. still kind of shut down. Um, so we're not really doing a lot of original shows, but a lot mm-hmm. of the suburbs have music going on. So we 
you know, like I said, we're all full-time musicians. We do a lot of stuff. So a lot of times we've been doing cover shows and sneaking in the uh, originals or, you know, we just had a show this weekend where we played with a couple other bands, uh, you know, and we kind of did covers and stuff, but uh, Georgia has been pretty good. They have certain guidelines keeping up with social distancing and stuff, but we've been lucky where it hasn't been completely shut down. Yep. So the only thing that's, uh, I was saying the only thing that's super shut down is like Sooner Stage and some of the, the bigger just music venue only downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, those those still haven't come back because I think there's something with uh, just so, sort of local restrictions and some other stuff. So uh, that hasn't come back. So a lot of like I also play with Live Nation and uh, none of that stuff has come back. So that's still pretty much shut down. Um, and I'm starting as of this week, we're starting to see, I think Smithville Bar did a show recently. Did they? I that. Yeah. Uh, so some stuff's coming back downtown Atlanta, but, uh, they said, you know, the big concerts, I think the ones that where you're going to get a lot of thousands of people in a room inside is not going to come back till next year at best. So that's pretty much what live nation told us. And yeah, that's what it's looking like. So kind of sucks but uh that's where we're at right now but um there's smaller ones though people are starting to do more benefits uh, some original shows but in smaller venues oh yeah absolutely you know mm-hmm. out in the burbs and whatnot so yeah so it's happening we're it's just kind back. of you know <laughs> it's, coming back. it's not as not like it was but you know like i said we're, we're being creative with things and nice <laughs> Have you done any uh, creative ways of like setting up like merch tables and things like that? Because I know we're kind of discussing that too. And like when we're eventually doing that, are you doing any like different ways to set up like that type of thing? I'm actually getting ready to launch a whole online thing um, with (laughs) all of that and just kind of targeting online stuff and actually like shipping it to people and all that. So that's a whole, whole nother thing that I'm trying to get into. Um, but you know, we actually just have a merch order coming in now, but that's more so for our fans that mm-hmm. are local that we see a lot of, um, right. so, you know, we've been kind of doing like a pre-order thing and that's it. It's just exclusive for those people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just hard cause we're not really doing shows. And so, you know, to have put out that much money for merchandise and then just having it sit is frustrating. So we're kind of trying to go with like a, a pre-order thing. And then mm-hmm. it's like each each thing is exclusive. And we're kind of known for having all different shirts. We have like this logo <laughs> is in a, almost every color. Yeah, I was actually yeah. thinking about doing like a teal <laughs> color next. I don't know. Um, and we have a new one. The latest one is like we have like a rainbow behind it that's like all drippy and grungy and stuff. And Oh, yeah, I saw that. It was yeah, really cool. so, we got masks, so right? Yeah, masks. Mask? But yeah. that's that's like, woo, just made that public i i was oh. keeping it a secret oh, and i think the order yeah it's okay shit. i shit. feel like Sorry. it should be the order should be ready tomorrow so i should actually be able to announce okay. and all that stuff oh, so sorry. yeah so yeah but we, we we finally went forward it was like all right apparently this isn't going away so we'll get the whole mask thing and stuff too so it's just i don't know but as for like you know being creative with it it's just i don't know not yet we haven't really i don't know it's just pump out stuff and just people who are going to buy it buy it and then and then i will eventually end up doing like a whole internet launch thing and all of that mm-hmm. but you know that, that'll come yeah out. we did the mask too we have uh one that says from our song lyrics uh this is why we can't have nice things and then our uh <laughs> p.s i took your cat with the cat on the mask oh, nice. <laughs> nice yeah nice <laughs> Yeah, um, I know a lot of places have been talking about doing like digital, like even at the shows, like kind of like a digital merch store kind of where they could like scan a code and like you either like prepackage the item and then give it to them and then or just ship it to their house and not even have the physical merch at the show anymore. So there's like all these different like 
Things I want to do like a t-shirt gun like they have it like a baseball game. Yes. I'm talking so they about pay that. on PayPal and then you just like shoot the t-shirt gun to them. Yeah, like from yes. the stage. Right, right. Who uh, wants a blue? Small. <laughs> I worry lawsuits because you know me. I'm probably somebody's gonna yeah. get hurt. Amy would be the one that would like shoot like I don't know the owner of the venue or something's whatever in the head happen. or something in the face. Yeah, I saw that happen once um, from the stage. Like I was like far into like the field, and I see them shoot the t-shirt cannon, and it goes right into some kid's face. And I was like, it was like a perfect shot. The kid was fine. He's fine. But it was just like, he was like, what? You know, it was just like, you couldn't like make that shot ever again. <laughs> I did that waitressing once. I was uh, carrying out, I used to work in an Italian restaurant and I was carrying out a plate of spaghetti and I dropped the meatball right in the kid's lap. <laughs> and he was, the kid was cracking up. He must've been like 10 years old and he was, was laughing like, hysterically, but the mom was not me. so happy. <laughs> yeah. The meatball just rolled meatball. off. <laughs> It did. It rolled right off the plate. I went to put it down the table and it rolled off the plate and just went. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> yeah. I think that happened once with my sister with like an ice cream sundae. Like, I think it was the waitress's fault kind of too. And they were like, here you go. And like the whole thing just slid off the plate, like entire ice cream thing right off the plate. Like just whoop. Like, it's the kind of thing you got to be able to laugh about. You know, like the mom was like, how am I going to get this out of the wash? Like, listen, I'll give you 20 bucks. Buy the kid another pair of pants. It's funny. Just like <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so were there any other uh, fun uh, speaking? Oh, I guess speaking of food, and have you guys like experimented with any like cooking fun things while you were quarantined? All that stuff. Who made bread or like what's? Oh my god! What? Made the sourdough. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, no, I've stayed away from bread. Thanks. Mom. I didn't make any. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> no, uh, well, we're, we're I don't know. Dude. I think actually, I got more takeout in my life. I was, actually, I was say, I think I'm actually cooking at home. Sponsored by so Grubhub. I think, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think I've eaten more outside food yeah. than I have. So it was like life. the grocery store. No, yeah. Yeah. no, not the grocery right. store. And I was like, oh, I'll just get Uber Eats. It's fine. Yeah, I learned all the buzzwords, like what an Insta and a cart was, or oh, yeah. the grub and the hub. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, and it's bad. Or just not eating at all, man. I'm trying to, yeah. trying to lose weight. Liquid so. diet. Like, liquid liquid diet. diet. That's, you know, yes. that's what I've subscribed to. DoorDash like a champ. <laughs> Boss mode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I saw them figured out Postmates, though. I don't know why. Yeah, Postmates. Oh, they're they're they got some stuff. They carry some restaurants that nobody else does. But I've had Postmates drop my order repeatedly. Oh yeah, or like, they'll give it to somebody and then they'll yeah. take off and they'll get in like three in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> and you're no, like, what? So, what happened here? So, yeah, so we've actually we got rid of the app. We just took it right off. It was not. Yeah, I did hear. I don't know if it was Do maybe it's DoorDash um, that they don't they don't really tell you this, but the. Um, they, I guess the people pick up your orders knowing how much you're going to tip them already, which like, and so that's why sometimes if you like either like add no tip first, cause you either going to give them cash or tip right. after they drop it off, they won't pick up your order on purpose, like later. So it's like, if you ever see that your order's so delayed, it's cause you like didn't tip well in the first place, oh, really? <laughs> but it's like, but we don't know if you're 
gonna be a good job yet if you, you know <laughs> so apparently that's how that system is working uh -oh. Interesting. Uh -oh. good to know. which well, is like if you tip you know you want to tip them well but like i had one person like drop off with um like i think it was like shakes or something and they were all exploded on the front porch like they just like dumped Dude, them there and i was like what are we gonna <laughs> so much of that or like ice cream um, cannon it's yeah like a certain thing <laughs> i had that too where you've gotten like your food and it's what do you mean <laughs> what do you mean it, it, it smells like uh extra green has been added into it oh um, yeah it's been okay. a couple of that where my okay. starbucks has been a little bit uh Hempy. Don't worry, Hempy. it's just CBD. Hempy. It's legal. It's cool. It's just CBD. I promise. I've had that too. Uh, so that's, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, no, quite a few actually. Quite a few times. <laughs> that's kind of scary actually, thinking like how much people can just tamper with your food while they're mm. delivering it. Yep. They can totally just poison no, no, your food and that kind of stuff. Or maybe just grab a fry, you know, I mean. I mean, you know, if you want to grab a fry, that's fine. Just don't, like, roofie or poison me. Like, <laughs> I thought about it. Don't like, roofie the fries, oh, please. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, but yeah, but some Just take a fry. It's fine. Just take a fry. Right. <laughs> like, you know what Toasted, they do it, like, where it's sealed. It's, like, sealed. Yeah. Starbucks like, got smart and started sealing. So it's, like, if they if you break the seal, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Starbucks yeah, so starts just putting like, the things yeah. on there, but yeah, before they weren't. And That's probably just... why, because people were tampering with stuff. Just, I don't know. I don't want to think about that. Yeah, don't think about it. Just don't think about it. Yeah, don't think about that one. Yeah. <laughs> and we, so have, we all uh, just start growing our own food and become farmers. Yeah. 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 You guys yeah. want to start a commune? Like, let's do it. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Rock and roll. Yeah, man. Let's go. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think we are. Did. Someone Actually, started a commune. I just grew a pumpkin. Hold on, I'm gonna show you guys. Uh -oh. <laughs> um, funniest part is I don't remember planting pumpkins, but we grew one. Didn't yeah, you get seeds, pumpkins. Annie? Right, hopefully, it doesn't die. I did get. Okay, so remember there was like this whole thing about random seed package <laughs> going up in the mail, like a little while. I don't know. It was all over the news here in New York that these like random little seed packets were coming to people in the mail. Oh, is it like those 150 year old yeah. seeds or something like that? I don't know, but I got one of those packets like last year Ooh. and I planted them in Mel's yard. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's that <laughs> Did you throw them around my garden? Maybe. So maybe that's the uh, secret. That... Wait, did you really? No. <laughs> I thought maybe you just dumped them. <laughs> no, they're in the Staten Island dump. I drove there just. Oh, okay. Well, we, we grew a pumpkin. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty. That's gnarly. That's, whoa! I looked out my window the other morning and I was like, "Oh, there's a pumpkin." I would like buy that if I was if I was somewhere like Kroger and they were selling pumpkins. I would be like, "That's a cute pumpkin, right?" Like it's a nice looking one. I'm gonna draw a little face on it or maybe carve it or something. Are you gonna eat what's inside? We can make a pumpkin <laughs> pie. Yeah. Oh, that could be our cooking segment. Fine, Amy, that's yeah, you guys should come over and we'll make a pumpkin pie. I'm not eating I, it. I don't know if I want to eat it. Yes. I mean, we can make it, but. I'm not sure about eating it. I'm not eating it. Freshly grown organic I think soil. There's something wrong with like the the dirt. Yeah, the soil. The soil in your neighborhood. That's why we put down organic soil. <laughs> we bought bags of soil. And tossed organic mm -hmm. soil. Yeah, I'm a little afraid of just like the natural ground soil that grows yeah, there. But it's still toxic. Probably. <laughs> Would probably. you like some like toxic pumpkin pie? Yeah, we're about to put like a whole house filter on the water and everything. I don't trust. That's dedication. I don't trust ground stuff. Yeah. 
<laughs> we gotta get out of New York. It's being poisoned slowly. <laughs> yeah, there's this like growing plume of toxic groundwater that's like coming right for us. Um, for from you. This old factory coming towards <laughs> me very quickly. Yeah, my neighborhood. Um, it's right near where there was a factory that built planes in World War II and they dumped toxic stuff into the ground illegally and didn't tell anyone. And this was like back in the 70s. Of course. Um, yeah. And it's just quickly expanding and coming towards us. Donna, Donna. This pumpkin might be like glowing in the dark tonight. We'll find out. We'll find out. It looks like it could glow. Yeah, it's yeah. That's funky pumpkin looking thing. Yeah, funky so pumpkin. I saw the there was the Braves game last night, and it was in New York. It was against the Mets at their park, and literally, there's apparently chop shops all behind the uh, stadium. And yes. one of them was on fire, and there's huge <laughs> plumes of smoke coming out in the middle of this, and they're trying to bat, and you can't even see. Really? Like uh, the smoke that. was coming across the home plate, and they couldn't even really like the cameras couldn't even really pick up anybody. <laughs> it was wow. like, oh, just another day in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Oh, I miss it. <laughs> I miss New York. I was like, no, oh. no. And then the fire <laughs> engines, like you couldn't hear any of the announcers. Were like, woo, woo. <laughs> for like 30 minutes i was like oh my gosh <laughs> crazy no i don't miss new york i'm sorry <laughs> you guys, um prop like, in atlanta or were you did you live in new york ever any any of you no no i, I didn't did. i she she, I, yeah, she I, did. i'm from jersey i went to school in new york and like all that stuff i've just i visited a few times she just says she didn't know the right places i to have go, played so. there a bunch of times and every time it has actually been a very bad experience <laughs> pretty much hands down um apparently i went you guys had a double blizzard or something one year it was like two blizzards back to back and uh yeah so we decided apparently that was a great week to go and uh double blizzards and then i couldn't even get home like i was stuck up there it was like eight feet of snow and i've never seen that much snow in my life were you life. up in like albany area no it was in new york new york yeah it was really big double blizzard y'all like unprecedented snowfall <laughs> like all it this happens. stuff and uh the person i was staying with like didn't really have heat so it's probably about 50 degrees in there at best like even at night i was freezing the entire time and then up onto the subway where it was warm and off of the subway where it's cold and onto the subway where it's warm and off the subway where it's new york cold. in the winter man and i got so cold. sick it's cold. oh man i got sick every time i go up there you get sick anyways i get so sick up there. you just gotta have the ins oh, yeah you gotta yeah. know where to go no the first night too, I ate some pizza and I got oh, let's uh, not even go stomach there. poisoning. Whatever. <laughs> you didn't oh. go to the right pizza place. Yeah, I did not. That's what I know. That's, yeah. You just gotta know. You just know. have to know. I know. But I, had I haven't some... had New York City pizza in so long. Oh, I don't know. I had the right it's one. Good. But bagels. Oh, I had the best. <laughs> the best bagels. The bagels are good. So, yes. I have a question. When you were living in Jersey, hmm? did you ever play at Kung Fu Necktie in, in Philly? That's in Philly. Yeah. I lived down the street because I actually lived in Philly, but I lived down the street. It's like right did underneath you, the L train. Did so. you play there? Uh, no, because they had like just opened up. For the okay. Moment. I did. He did. He did. Like metal band. The yeah, only I'm reason I'm band. asking is because you look like someone that opened for the Dolly Rots when I was playing drums for them. Oh, oh yeah. man. And I was like, was that you? I mean, 
I was that was a time in my life that I don't remember a lot. So there it was could, a long time ago. Could have happened. It could have happened. Very well, could have happened. Like, yeah, I I that, well, I I don't remember a lot from those days, but uh, <laughs> it seems to happen in Philly from everybody that yeah, lives in Philly. Like, I don't remember any of it. It's a fun town, man. It's white. Yeah. Col- I mean, blue collar and just I don't know. We just just party hard, work hard, party harder. <laughs> There's a lot of movement by your cat, Rocks. Yeah, he's leaving. <laughs> he's leaving. I'll go get. Hey, My cat just made a uh, yeah. her own little castle out of a whole bunch of boxes. She's currently sitting on top, like she's the queen of the world. <laughs> Amy's got like 20 cats. She's the cat queen. Cat lady. Oh yeah. And I got two yeah. black kitties. Oh, there you go. See, I'm the dog. <laughs> what are you even looking at? Oh. I'm winking. He winked. He winks. That's a. <laughs> Did you wink? This is Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne's oh, adorable. Bruce Wayne is... <laughs> give, give me your dog. Those winks. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. He looks just... very serious today. Yeah, you look very serious. <laughs> he, like, puts his paws on the laptop, like, <laughs> like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to do this, guys. Right. I'm ready wink, for wink. you to wake again. No, so stoic. I taught my dog how to play tambourine today. I posted it on Facebook. Oh, yeah, she's five months. She's super talented. Tambo dog. <laughs> dog, dog Our dogs could be friends. Yeah. What kind of dog do you have? She's a pit shepherd mix. Oh, yeah. And her name is Rebel. <laughs> nice. So Rebel and Bruce Wayne need to get like together. Yeah. You want to get some mad zoom in. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just plop him down there. He'll be fine. <laughs> he just stays. He just stays. He'll go to sleep yeah. on the computer. Yeah, oh, he's that's fine. amazing. You're tired, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yep, out for the count. Plopped. <laughs> he's literally just plopped. He's done. Yeah, like a so nice, long. a nice arm rest. Did he go for a nice long walk today, or did he go outside and just sit on the grass? Not really. He didn't do anything today. <laughs> That's my favorite is when you send videos of, like, you're about to go for a walk, and he gets to, like, the next house and just lays down on the grass. Like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Frenchies are not known for their uh, abilities of, you know, high endurance. That's pretty funny. Like, yeah, so you have to, like, carry him back? Like, no, like I, I, I'll get him to move, but he'll just start like slowly, like he'll like stop walking and just like, put his paws and like look at you. And I'm like, come on! And like sometimes you'll see people like across the street just like laughing at me because I can't get my dog to move her. He's just like laying down on someone's lawn, yeah, and I'm like trying to pull him. Yeah, he's just <laughs> chilling. He's like, I heard that hunter. Like, Relatable. Like, oh, like me, me and Bruce have things in common right now. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone get any new pets during this whole thing? New cats? Oh, new yeah, yeah. She got new cats, and I got a new puppy. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. She got a little black puppy, and I got two black kitties. Mm-hmm. Nice. I rescued a dog, too. And, uh, months ago. and Bean smells like beans all the time. Farts. How? I don't know how a cat can cat fart don't so eat beans. much. How do you smell I like beans? I don't know how a cat can fart so much. 
Kitty's wow. farts. Somebody gets older. Oh, oh man. I know. I thought Justin's <laughs> farts were bad, but I don't know. Actually, a good name for a song. Kitty Poots. <laughs> Kitty Poots. Kitty Poots. I'm looking in the chat. Hello to everyone joining us. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, someone yeah. wrote, the pumpkin that. is so aesthetic, looks like an antique pumpkin. It was a little funky. It might taste like an antique pumpkin. We're not sure yet. Yeah, well, you'll find out. Hopefully, it's Let not poisoned know. by toxic World War II sludge. I think I want to just spray paint it and like glow in the dark paint now and leave it on the stoop for it to just rot. <laughs> or did you want to see if it was glow in the dark first before you spray? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that tonight, and then uh, tomorrow night I'll spray paint it if it doesn't glow itself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and As then we'll make pumpkin pie out of it and eat it. Oh. No. Then we'll really glow. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you guys have Halloween, <laughs> yes. Halloween plans? What are you guys doing? Any anything coming up for you guys? Halloween plan? Um, not really. We might do a like some type of virtual. Uh, we're trying to set up some type of virtual trick or treating thing. Um, so yeah, just throw we, candy at the screen and see. You yeah, and then we'll mail it to everyone a week later. There you go. <laughs> That's a good idea. There you go. That's what I normally do every year. Just <laughs> mail candy. though they're on the other end, but I like this virtual thing. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, we did some, uh, you know, been filming some uh, some new content and stuff, so we'll just be, uh, you know, putting some fun stuff out. And, uh, yeah. I made a spooky little video the other day. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was perusing through some of the videos y'all had up. Y'all been busy. Yeah, we put out uh, yeah new YouTube videos every Thursday. Um, we've been doing the Music Monday thing, and then Wednesday nights we have game nights. Uh, so we've been, uh, you know, we've been just just trucking along yeah, without going anywhere, but we're going still. Yeah, we're in circles. <laughs> yeah, we're online trucking. Yeah, so. virtually going places. Yeah, virtually going places. So. Sometimes, you know, we just like load up the van with all the gear, carry it up the stairs, load it in, then take it back out and put it back down the stairs. For just fun. to feel like we went somewhere, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing that for years. <laughs> we so, do actually, I want to try to rearrange the van before it gets too cold out. I just want to see if we could reconfigure for the next tour and see if we find any fun ways to, to load it pack. new tetris moves yeah new tetris moves i think we should play like a new tetris game like who could figure out a fun way to pack the van i'm pretty good at doing that i have a jeep i have a two-door jeep and i could fit my guitar gear and a whole pa system in it yeah no, yeah it's, it's pretty crazy like I literally, I have to be like, no, 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 that doesn't go there. Like you got first this, and then yeah. I'm just like, I basically yeah. just make everybody bring everything out to the car. So it's like two and subs, four yeah. speakers, yeah. your amps, my amp, your guitars, yeah. your and mic, cables, cables and, and, cable and things. Bags. It's like, pretty impressive. I do not know how you get that. Like in. I open it's it up, like, and it's just it's like a clown car. You know, the things cheap, just keep man. coming out. <laughs> it's like, how do you fit all that in there? I'm like Tetris. It's a big yeah. square. It's like that's how you know how something's missing too, because everything goes in the same spot every night. So when it's not there, you're like, oh, that's missing. Like something's gone. Like no, yep. like that supports this. That supports this. That goes whatever. That's yeah. like when when Ben you say they're backlining certain stuff. That's when we forget things. Yep. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Every time. Absolutely. Like yeah. we forgot. Didn't we forget the bass amp once? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you had one, so we were on the way to your house, so we were okay. But. You know, 
I was gonna say, I think I forgot something big like that before, too. It was like the amp head or something, or maybe even the bass itself. I think I forgot the bass. I've forgotten my guitar just, something, before. Something like, I was just like, oh, man. Like, luckily we have a big <laughs> network, though, so it's like oh, if something that yeah. happens, like, yeah, and I, think I forgot somebody, my speaker, Facebook, help me, yeah, and then no, somebody comes somebody, to the rescue. I think somebody <laughs> brought me a, a four-string bass, and I was like, well, we're going to make this work. What is this trash? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, I appreciate it, but it was like, yeah, it threw me off because it was four strings. I was like, oh, man, this is up. I've left an entire set of symbols multiple occasions because no one wants to load in shells. They want to use the same mm. kit, you know? Yeah. So I always bring, you know. I'll say drum stuff, stuff. We forget all the time. Yeah. Like all the drum. Like Mel left her symbols at home once, right? Yeah, years yeah. ago. You had to no, go was... back and get them. At least every time. Yeah, every time we ever have a show where like something's forgotten, that's the one thing where like now it's ingrained in your head. You're like, that will never be forgotten ever again. But then you forget something else. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Didn't you guys forget to close the door once? <laughs> we don't Just speak once. to that. <laughs> once we forgot to close the trunk, but it was fine. We, we only drove down out. the block. We drove like a little bit down the block, and it was funny because some guy was like outside, like watering his lawn or whatever. And like I went out to close it, and I'm like, "Don't tell anyone!" And he's laughing at us, like we like we know him, you know. <laughs> I knew him. <laughs> You know him, but I was like, don't say anything to anyone. <laughs> don't mind us just closing the van door. But luckily, since everything's packed like to the top, you know, nothing really moved. It was just secure. Yeah. So it was secure. It all in there. Yeah. I think like one little bag fell out, but it wasn't anything bad, but it was fine. Yeah, it was okay. It only takes one time. Yeah, it only We're takes happening. one time. And now we know every time we get in the van, are all the doors closed? <laughs> Does everyone have their pants? Are all the doors closed? That's well, I started um, counting the amount of pieces that I put in the van, too, so that, like, Ooh. after the show, I can count my gear and know that I have the right amount of things. That's smart. That's smart. Mm -hmm. I've got to the point where I have to separate all. I've literally bought double and triple of things <laughs> because I do acoustic yeah, yeah. and I do like uh, uh, like full band stuff. But like this full band is different than than this full band. Yeah. And so I literally have just been like, this is all when I do a full band thing. This is all when I do acoustic thing. And it's just really funny because it's just Amazon. is you just constantly. Like, you like, actually have in. like three pedal boards. Too, oh, yeah. It's all, like it's all impressive because I won't I just, do that. Like well, <laughs> I've forgotten boards. stuff so many times because I'll be like, oh man, I use that for that acoustic show. Or I'll be like, oh man, I don't have my microphone because I used it at that band gig and it, somebody put it in the wrong bag. And Oh, and so, people packing yeah. your stuff Yeah, people off. packing your stuff is like, no. Like, it's I feel like, like now it's worst. to the point where it's like, no. Like, just, just let Lene no, pack her own what? stuff. Because you yeah. got to do like an inventory. Yeah. People are just like, oh, I feel like this could go here. And you're like, no. Because I mean, that could literally come to the point where you know it's like it's very nice, but it's like just let me pack it. You can help us carry things out. To exactly, the help us carry heavy. Then don't put it in the van. Just leave yeah. it. Yeah. Over. I'll put it in the van. Yeah. Just bring carry, bring carry it to me. me. Carry it from A to B, and that's it. When we did play um the show with you guys in Atlanta, there was like a massive storm right after the show and we all oh, like yeah. had to load out because there was another show going on after oh, ours yeah. yeah i do remember, so that, that, was, yeah, I remember was, that. that was like and they were like you good get out now you're like now and we're like oh my gosh and then it's just <laughs> yeah like, i was trying it was pouring and we're all trying to like raining, and then the other yeah. bands are trying to load in too uh, and it was just like and that's not the yeah. best load in situation yeah, it's, a it's a little awkward there so yeah that was crazy i remember that and then yeah, i remember you guys like trying to get your stuff out into the van it was like pouring <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and that's when we started just like throwing things in. So then we had to like unpack and repack after that. Oh, like Tetris was like all yeah. blown. Yeah. It was it literally was all like, off. like original tet- Tetris. Just it's like putting like the arrow down, so everything just like ting 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 ting. Yeah, yeah. Like no, so many empty spots. Welcome to Atlanta. Yeah, you guys have the smog. We'll have the the rain. Yeah. And we have ants then too. We did. Yeah, I think we had ants then. Is that where we picked them up? I know we had them in in Gainesville. I'm pretty sure y'all had amps because you had like the drums. No ants. 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 So we closed the door to the. (laughs) Fire ants because it's pretty bad down here. We closed the the trunk door and accidentally caught a leaf like from a branch, Mm. and so the the leaf traveled with us. And on that little branch was a colony of ants, apparently. Ants are bad here. So like, we went to take out our gear at the next venue and the van was just ridden with ants. So we had to like wipe down and spread. We had to take everything out. And like, uh, yeah, we were vacuuming. Florida, and, like, <laughs> just keep yeah. You want to say it worse than Georgia is Florida. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They got left in Florida. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we cleaned out the van in Gainesville. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, Florida brought lots of things back from Florida. <laughs> some good, some bad. Some um, just want to say hi to everyone in the chat, to Mark and Steve and Julie, and they want to know about pedals and gear. So why don't you guys uh, let us know what you guys, you know, what your normal kind of rig is and what your kind of favorite gear you're using is. I feel like Amy, it's kind of funny. Amy has the biggest pedal board for a bass player I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Her, like I, I downsize because like I said, I have to have like three of everything. And so I just like try to have it at the minimum. And then Amy's is like a spaceship. Yeah. It's I'm like... about to build more too. Let's <laughs> mm-hmm. build more onto it. But uh, yeah. So, so for me, um, I'm not a purist. I'm not, you know, I feel like if they can enhance your sound or whatever, that as a bass player, you shouldn't have to not do it. Um, and so I'm not a purist. I don't believe in that. Uh, so I probably have more pedals than a lot of bass players. Um, and I love using guitar pedals, actually. I really enjoy using them because they can bring me some of that high and the grit on the higher end that the bass pedals can't. Um, and then vice versa, I give a lot of my bass pedals to Lene over here. And she, you yeah, know, I give her some guitar pedals sometimes. Yeah, so so just switch. We kind of rotate and switch. How do you guys get all those pedals, by the way? <laughs> um so kind of yeah a lot of it honestly uh some of it was by uh recommendations so i kind of went to a couple of my friends that knew were uh professional touring they tour six to eight months a year all the time and i was like what are the quintessential like basic pedals uh that you need and for me it was uh definitely my best purchase was the uh sans amp uh the bass driver di sans amp uh, absolutely the best thing ever. Um, and that for me, not only gets me a DI box, so the sound man can take a signal directly from the board itself. That doesn't, you know, then you don't have that amp if you don't want an amp or whatnot. So you take it directly from that and then you can control all the things right there and then and there, you know, so that gets you some control back. And that's probably the best pedal um, that I have uh, for that. And I put it on the end of the chain, actually. It's kind of weird. Most people put it at the beginning. I put it at the end so that you can have the DI option. So it becomes basically your amp, essentially. It's everything is right there. And it's um, gritty. It's dirty. It's yeah, like how yeah. Amy gets her like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And I, I, and I pair that and it helps a lot because I play five string bass and um, I often down tune. 
down a hole and a half step even sometimes. And so to clean up that bottom end, and when you're playing a lot on the B string, uh, you really need something that's going to clean that up and not sound muddy. And that's the best way to do that, really. Uh, as well as I add that with the uh, Alpha Omega by Dark Glass, um, which is another oh, preamp. Roxy um, has, or what do you have, Roxy? I have um, the B7K pedal. Yes, yes, yeah. I love, love Dark Glass stuff. Um, it gives you that grit uh, and the high end, again, kind of gives you that overdrive. Uh, right there on the board, and then mine has the equalizers on there as well. So essentially, I'm getting another preamp, another DI, another equalizer within that, plus a boost, plus uh, you know all that all that stuff. And then, of course, I have the tuner, and I think I've got uh, you know yeah tuner, the poly tuner, um, and then yeah basic tuner chorus, uh, big muff, but I've got the op amp big muff. Um, yeah, so the that biggest. One, yeah, that helps. The biggest um, muffs. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's tiny. It's a big muff, but yeah, it's little. It's a little big muff. Tiny, tiny one, <laughs> yeah. but man, that's uh, so because I play in a Smashing Pumpkins uh, tribute, and so uh, Billy Corgan kind of made that one famous with the op amp on it. So that's I've used it in that for that uh, for the higher stuff. So and then of course the drop pedal. Um, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with drop pedals. They're <laughs> kind of a pain in the butt. Uh, but mine's TC Electronics, I think. Drop pedals are usually the Digitech. Digitech, ones, yeah. sorry, yeah, it was it Digitech, and that one drops at a half step all the way down to an octave, and then you have two octave options on that one. Um, so yeah. So it's great if you're like in standard, and then you're like, oh, this needs to be in E flat. <laughs> yeah, sorry. yeah. Or, I mean, originally, or... yeah, originally <laughs> I went five string because I got tired of everybody being like, well, this song's in standard, and the next one's in E flat, and the next one's in blah blah blah, and I'm like, okay, I'm not bringing six bases you know to to a gig um and then they wouldn't even pair them like it would literally be a standard tune and then e flat tune and then a drop c tune and then a c sharp tune and then a drop d tune and blow you know and it was like all these things so yeah i got the 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 drop pedal for that um and then also doing the octave on that and I could go on. There's there's about ten other pedals. She has a billion. Board. I told you there's like a billion pedals. <laughs> I use the uh, the pitchfork from from oh, yeah, Ajax, yeah. and that's like my favorite pedal. Like I use yeah, it on everything. Yeah, I have to try that now. I was gonna you say I, to. I didn't have as much Amazon. Hold I on. I didn't have as much <laughs> luck um, with the pitchfork for bass. I had a harder time with using that pedal with bass, but I think it sounds great with guitar for sure. It makes me so happy hearing about bass players talk about high end because that was like when Roxy joined the band, that was my favorite thing. I was like, yes, we have someone who finally understands that the bass needs high end. And yeah. uh, Roxy's well, actually a trio. I mean, you know, it's kind of like there's, yeah. you know, it's it's hard, you know, yeah. it's, it's like so you got to kind of yeah. fill in wherever you can, you know. So, yeah. And uh, I was so happy with Roxy's tone when she joined because it's like as a drummer, if the bass is too muddy, I can't hear it like I might be able to hear it but I can't decipher, decipher it you know from the guitarist or the the bass player like it's all just mushes so you know when it actually has its own clear tone and you can really hear what's going on then you can lock in better and then your whole rhythm section is just tighter and yeah just sounds yeah, better definitely. So. plus you're not always gonna play uh in a venue that's gonna have a great PA system or speakers yeah. and a lot of times you got to take care of that stuff on the front end is what right. I always say take care of your stuff on the front end uh, because it's not always going to be there on the back end especially mm -hmm. when you're touring on a lot of these places that have absolutely almost nothing there 
or you know not all venues are created equally and not all sound people are created equally <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like if your tone is if it's too muddy you might get that nice deep bass rumble but you're not gonna be able to tell what notes you're playing like, yeah yeah <laughs> it just doesn't cut through is, yeah exactly and a lot of that is boosting a lot of people just boost the mids um i do that on particular if i'm doing like pumpkins uh darcy was very well known for sort of boosting a lot of that mids uh through sort of billy corgan saying you know this is what I need you to sound like. And then kind of on the Siamese Dream album, you can definitely hear Gish, especially. Uh, the first album is very raw. And uh, so anytime that I'm doing any of the pumpkin stuff, the the mids, I usually will boost the mids. But if we're doing anything else, I will, I'll drop the bass, uh, I'll boost the bass and uh, the treble, drop the mids, but then I make up for it with uh, this, the, the preamps, essentially. And running those preamps pretty hot so that you get the gain and that makes up that mid to upper section. If that makes sense. <laughs> it's kind of confusing. I know it's like very, really technical. gear talk. Yeah, gear talk, yeah, talk, gear talk. Tone talk. This all tone talk <laughs> stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm about to do a whole uh, YouTube stuff as well. We're going to do a gear review channel. Uh, yeah, and I'm pretty excited Hi. about that with Guitar Girl Magazine. And uh, cool. we're going to. Yeah, and uh, we're getting, we've already got six episodes uh, recorded, and so with Vanessa, uh, Isabella from Bast, we're going to be uh, running that and having guests on, like Lene is going to come out, we're going to do some of that stuff, and we're going to talk about tone and all that stuff that nobody talks about. <laughs> nobody. Nobody. Nobody ever. Nobody ever. <laughs> yep, we're, we're going to go down the rabbit hole is what I call yeah. it, because it's it's a journey. It's been three years, and I'm still working on it, so... Yes. All right. I've talked enough. You gotta All talk right. about your stuff. <laughs> I'll make this quick. Basically, I'm 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 like distortion, and I have this awesome delay that's uh, an Ibanez DL DL2. I think it is. It's super old. It's vintage. It's literally as old as I am. And uh, yeah, it's from the '80s, and it's just awesome because it just takes with the distortion so well. Because a lot of times with delays, it's hard to have distortion and a delay without, like, you know. I mean, if you're doing solo stuff, it, it works. But as for doing chords and stuff, and this pedal just takes it. It's awesome, and that's pretty much it, you know. And I'll throw like a wah on there if I'm doing mm -hmm. some stuff for covers. But as for vices, it's like no, nope, it's literally it's pretty, like distortion, pretty, yeah, delay, tuner. Let's go right, right like, into the amps, pretty yeah. much for that. Yeah. And and I would say with vices, especially with the original stuff, because you know we. Do do a lot of cover stuff which is why i have such a big board uh but with uh, original stuff it's literally like basically the two preamps into mesas and yeah mesas we're big mesa boogie like um, that's that's the, that's the key it's like we need that yeah. distortion yeah. i have the mesa mini rectifier i love it oh yes i want to get one of those i want to get yes. one of those so i don't have to carry around. highly recommend it okay good yeah yeah, yeah. mesa all the way yeah <laughs> it so, sounds yeah. so good and it's so tiny to fit in the van yeah exactly it's, it's big and it matches my hair too oh there you go <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> all about tone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's all about the tune, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, for for a vice's sound, it's definitely more raw. Just uh, into what about drums? Drums. Yeah, <laughs> this guy. Big, yeah. big. The oh, bigger the better. Big. Yeah, I just <laughs> hit them really hard, real real fast. Sometimes real slow. They usually break. I don't know. <laughs> He breaks <laughs> everything. Second song. If second, he hasn't broken something by the song. second song, it's it's just not a Vice's show. It's literally just, I don't know. All yeah. The time. Well, I, I tend to like go towards like just big classic rock drums. Uh, I usually play with uh, with Vice's a vintage 1972 red ruby red Vista light kit with LEDs in the kick drum to light it up. And it's just a 24 by 16, a 14 by 12, and an 18 by 16 
uh, floor tom all with, um, you know, remote controlled sound heads on them. I usually play big symbols across the top, big, dark, washy guys but big. yeah big big is the Enormous. key yeah. i was like we do sound check literally and it's like we do we'll do bass we'll do guitar and then and they're like you're good and both of us will be like not we got to hear hunter yeah they'll be like is that good in your monitors we're like we have no idea until this guy's like go not gonna matter because it always set be like oh no that's way too loud and then he comes in and we're like what yeah yeah i i believe in, in playing really hard with a lot of energy you know, and a whole bunch of passion and uh sometimes when you sound check and you're not you're not really in the moment it's uh it's an it's a good starting place but they're always gonna have to turn up or the yeah. sound guy's gonna have to do his job yeah. a little bit yeah i think what kind of uh sticks are you using uh across the board when i'm on the uh I'm on the road i usually just play five b's or five a's but uh Right off the bag, I usually play. Actually, it's a friend of mine, his name Kent Aberly, local drummer. He's got a one A Vic Firth stick. You can probably pick that up at a local store. Um, I love the sticks. They're balanced really well. And um, being a one A, they're about they're pretty long. They're sixteen or seventeen inch sticks. So when you have these bigger drums that are further away from you, or you're playing twenty two or twenty four inch cymbals, like you just you need the extra extra hickory. So <laughs> so you can hit them and reach them. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with the older drums, uh, oh, they, uh, the bearing edges on older drums are we more are rounded. We're so trying to keep this PG. PG. We're keeping it as PG as possible. Yes, I'm, I think I'm doing a good job. Yeah, you <laughs> no, you're doing great. It's more, it's more us. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Big Firth One A's Canaveral signature sticks uh, is usually what I'm playing. Um, I keep one five A's or five B's as backups, and then usually uh, symbols. I use a combination of Dream symbols uh, and uh, Zildjian K's. And then usually Gibraltar or uh, uh, Pearl hardware, depending. Nice. Cool. Yeah, yeah, all that hardware. Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. So all much hardware. Yeah, that's why I love when venues are like, we have a, you know, we have a kit. And I'm like, great, cool, except um, I have oh. more of the other stuff. There's only three yeah. shells. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other thing is we got a oh, lefty yeah. here. Yeah, so. he's lefty. So it's always like, oh, we got a back line. And we're like uh well <laughs> that's your choice it's like, it's like you want to be thankful and you're trying to be grateful for it and be like all right cool but at the same time they're usually falling apart and it's only three pieces out of like 30 that you need you have way more hardware and symbols and everything else than you do the actual kit <laughs> i will say that like in my experience like you don't i don't see nearly as many club kits down here in the south as i did when i was, I was up say, north on the really, road. Not, they're not, not down here you're not going to get a, a club kit every down now here. and then i feel like, like new york definitely i remember playing places yeah. there and it's just because where do you you can't there's no park. room there's no there's no place to go yeah. there's no like don't like, bring anything just like you know <laughs> yeah yeah, they're like, don't literally don't bring anything here. In fact, yeah. don't come. <laughs> <laughs> Although one of our, like, last show, I don't know, one of the shows we played, they're like, you know, we have backline, all this stuff a lot. We have no room. We went there. It was a huge venue. There was so much space. And we were like, what do you mean you have no room? There's so much so much room for activities here like <laughs> activities. Rumpus time is now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we have no room. Like, this is so much room. Yeah, like when we're sad. when you see like the little yeah. things in, you're like, "There's room here. We can make room." Yeah. That's just Some how of the venues in Manhattan. It's like they're like, "Okay, here, go in this closet and set up your drum kit." I'm like, "I don't even have room to take the bass drum out of the case, let alone <laughs> set up everything." No, you stand and play. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> um, oh, so someone in the chat wants to know who's that Roxy? What does that mean? Maybe My the cats? Cat? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe the cat? Oh, you also so said that Bruce is still facing backwards. Yeah, this is his butt. All <laughs> <Saw> that. <laughs> um, <coughs> you like to ask every every stream, Roxy, about the photo oh. that you have there. If you can figure out what type of animal this is. <laughs> and the short backstory is we filmed a music video at a puppet theater right before lockdown. And somehow this photo landed in one of our bags. Not somehow. Mel did it. Mel and Mel. Oh, wait, someone else put it in my bag. And uh, so we're keeping it safe until we're allowed back out and can put it back Turn in it. place. Return it to the puppet. Real animal? Take like, it on purpose. It is a real animal, apparently. Um, I think it's a donkey. Me too. <laughs> can I say ass? Yes. <laughs> yes. I love an ass. Oh, they wanted to know which of your cats it was, Rox. Oh, uh, Oreo. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a great name for a cat <laughs> we have two other music questions in here um they'd like to know how you write your songs and what does the rhythm guitarist do do they follow the lead guitarist we don't we don't have uh it's it's all me okay. i do it all rhythm Maybe that's a general question or like yeah. i don't know uh we switch off that's a great thing about a lot of trio stuff there's room to um to do stuff as you know bass sometimes she'll she'll do more of the rhythm i maybe will do some of the bass soloing and vice versa but yeah it's trio gives you a lot of room to kind of do a lot more i think in some ways and not kind of be restricted to that yeah we have a lot of space we're really good at being like okay like i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna do very little and then it's mm -hmm. like amy you can do a thing or we have yeah. parts where hunters just like and actually i would definitely say drums take a big part yeah drums are kind of the rhythm i guess yeah become like rhythm guitar or something i don't know that extra added yeah and and hunter will do solo stuff i mean like i think we do a really good job of sort of mixing uh the rhythm and the lead between all of us and we kind of mix in what we're all doing together versus like you're gonna go yeah. off and do it's like a call and answer yeah. it's it's basically a call and answer so like a lot of times what'll happen is either amy comes along and she's like dude i've got this awesome this awesome idea you know for like a song so she'll kind of give it to me and then i'll sort of take it and run with it and and go somewhere with it or sometimes i'll just literally be like here's a song like yeah. here i did all this electrical ele or electronic <laughs> things on like in logic and and this is basically how the song goes but like do your own take on it but for the most part we always kind of keep everybody in mind no matter which way we're writing the song or whatever mm -hmm. and it's just kind of uh we give we give it space so it's kind of like oh the lyrics are going on all right we'll we'll let the singing kind of take over and then it's like oh this is where hunter's gonna do a thing and then it's mm -hmm. like you know or it might be a verse a big thing i think we do is where in our verses i drop out on guitar mm -hmm. a lot in the first part of the verse and amy kind of carries right. it with the drums and then we kind of like come i come yeah. back in with the guitar and then it's kind of like the chorus is whatever. so we build it up but we yeah. also do things kind of unexpectedly which i like as well um i will say like especially with like hardway or with loud sorry i think it was with loud where yeah. uh where it was like our, our producer uh ryan snow on that was like i would have expected y'all to build up throughout the verses but instead we actually drop out through the second parts of the verses and build it from there so i do like kind of throwing that in there every once in a while mm -hmm. and kind of being like well i didn't expect that 
Um, so kind of give you something good. But yeah, it's all about really, I guess, crash, bang, boom. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like really uh, something you can sing along to and remember uh, as well. So the stuff that we write, um, we got Lene, who I always call the, the pop princess. Um, and uh, I'm, I, you know, I'm like all metal, metal. But the good thing about that is the mix between the two and finding the middle ground where stuff can be heavy and can be uh, artistic, but it's not so far off the deep end where it's not uh, marketable and not memorable and that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Which basically, because like a lot, like, I mean, I grew up too, like in the metal scene a little bit and hardcore and stuff like Jersey, hardcore metal, but also pop punk and all that stuff. It was kind of, you know, I was Jersey, late 90s, early 2000s. So there was a lot going on, a lot of bands coming out of there. And, uh, you know, I kind of learned also with doing all this cover stuff when I moved to Georgia that like, oh, wow, like this is what makes a song great. Like this is why people want to hear like Journey all the time, you know, or or ACDC, you know, it's like, oh, like these songs you just want to sing along to. So I always kind of took those, um, you know, ideas and stuff and was just, you know, I kind of start with a song as to like, all right, what are things that I want to hear or things that people could sing along to? And a lot of our stuff is just like, like, don't tell me what to do now. Yeah, Doing yeah, it the hard way. Yeah, and it's just kind of yeah. reminiscent to just like, I don't know, being a kid and just, I don't know, a lot of stuff roll, is just, just, we're just, yeah, I don't roll. know. I'm kind of going all across the board. But yeah. yeah, but bottom line is that it's like, I do, I have a big love for pop and like sing along stuff. And, you know, I love a lot of classic rock. And a lot of the classic rock, I feel like, is, is like a pop rock kind of thing because mm. you're just, you're just chanting along. And I just always love that. And, uh, and and yeah, so yep. I just kind of try to base the songs around that. So, yep. so yeah. And then, and then I take, people think it's immature though. And then I take sometimes, it, but I'm like then, whatever. And then I take it and I metal it out. That's yeah. Much. These two just make it like, <laughs> but I approve because um, I like that yeah. stuff too. Um, so yeah, so or or I'll come up with a come up with a really cool riff or something. A lot of our stuff's also riffy, um, like to try to write in riffs and then kind of bring it to these guys. So I think it goes yeah. both ways, which is mm. great. Um, so not one person is always kind of writing everything in, in top down. I, I call it a top down and a bottom up approach mm. uh, to songwriting because, um, you know, I'll like, you know, here here's the here's the riff and here's the basic ideas and here's, you know, the song structure or whatever. And then the great thing about it is that these guys will take it and run with it and make it something completely unique and put their own stuff on it, which is awesome because I have played in bands where it's like, you play this exactly like this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, Amy will literally be like, um, this is like, like Hardway was one of those where you're like, she actually wrote that basic riff in the beginning of it and um, like kind of gave it to me and has like, oh, I'm thinking this ZZ Top kind of feel. So I was just like, okay. Yeah. And I slowed it down and just went like a whole nother direction with it and was just like, all right, this is cool. And then it was just like, whatever. And then with Hunter, he's just like, like he just has these beats that I just love. Sabbath, just like, yeah. like slow and like, well, that's I why almost, we tried. So, really so we tried. We tried on a couple different drummers, and we're like, we just want you to just go ding, 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 or something like that. Like yeah. something yeah. so simple. That's and, how we speak to Mel too. Yeah, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, bang, it, bang, boom, just, yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. boom, ding, bong, bing, whatever. Exactly. And like everybody was <laughs> doing this. I mean, we had really talented drummers trying out, but like, they were just like, da, 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 like doing all this stuff. And we're like, no, <laughs> no, that's too, too fast. Like slow it down even more. And people were like, what? 
And then, yeah, Hunter actually called me one day and was like, yo, dude, what's up? I haven't talked to you in a while because we were in a cover <laughs> band like 10 years ago. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, oh, I'm starting this new band. Like, this is what we're doing. And he's like, hello, me, me. And we're like, all right, cool. And then we just, we, we, we played and it was just, it was magic. And then Vices magic. was born. Yeah, I was going to say, in like a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. We like literally were like, oh, yeah, we play shows. We do all this stuff. And, uh, and yeah, we really didn't. We it was just, actually we, like, a wrote, battle of the bands, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was a battle of the bands. Yeah. And we had to like write write all this stuff in like a month or something. It and I just like, even that. I remember just, it being like two or three maybe it was weeks. Two weeks. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it was super yeah. quick. Yeah, and sometimes like, the best songs come out of just like smashing through an idea and don't yeah. think about yeah. it, just yeah. make it happen. Yeah. And uh, you know, usually uh, you know the the more simple get it out approach tends to be the one that you actually kind of go back to once you overcomplicate say. things enough. Yeah. Like, wait, wait, we, let me reel this back. And know? we've had great producers. Like, like Ryan Snow is like one of our main producers in uh, BSE. And uh, he just really kind of just took certain songs. And it was great because he didn't, he didn't change the song at all. He would just be like, add this kick right here. Yeah. <laughs> Take this basic guitar out here. And we're like, like that's it. It was just literally like a few minor changes and, and it would just go. make the song explode. So, you know, it's not just, it's not just us. And, you know, just in general, you guys probably know too. It's just a team effort. Like, you know, it's kind of nice also to have people on the outside to sort of take like, wow, this is a great product. Um, okay, let's just, just tweak it here. And then you come out with stuff and you're like, wow. It's putting the extra cherry on the cherry, right? Yeah. It's like putting that mm -hmm. two cherry. Yeah. It's you know, like having like when you finally like get your songs ready to bring to the producer and we're like, here's our stuff. Now what? You know? And then, you know, it's like someone's like, all right, all right, cool. Nothing. You're good. Like, really cool. And then others was like, what were you guys thinking for this? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. maybe put this here, put, yeah. take that out. Yeah. But I feel the whole song backwards and you're good. That's yeah. a good producer yeah. though. And I feel like yeah. that's what's hard to find is that anybody could kind of, and I'm not trying to knock anybody or anything, but I feel like that's, that's an important thing. Cause you could just be like, Hey, we have a song and somebody would be like, sure, I can record this for you, mm -hmm. you know, but to have somebody who can really, like I said, like just take a few minor things and it just makes the song even better and explode. Like that's right. a talent. Like that's what you pay a producer for. That's what like, they have the ear and that's for, what they, you know? that's what they do. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, sure. it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Brian Snow, you're awesome. Yeah, yes. Lane Johnson too. He did yeah. he did a lot of stuff for us as well. So props to them for making us sound sure. okay. And plus it's a trio yeah. too. So it for yeah, us it helps okay. to have um somebody that has an ear that's gonna be like, I'm gonna make this arena rock and you guys are just a trio. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So does uh, that does change a little bit as far as definitely like for me it was also hearing the drums and being able to take those to the full potential that like big rock drums should sound like <laughs> that mm. was a big thing um because i feel like yeah people record drums okay but like to get that particular whatever i think there was barely anything on that as far as effects but it was all in just sort of the room the the kit that you played how we did it the time on the rowdy album didn't we record the drums where they recorded purple rain yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's no longer that that got torn down yeah. recently but, actually, i mean too, it was but... just but just hearing that and being like okay this this boom boom <laughs> bruce, like, he just like popped up <laughs> and bruce <laughs> appeared oh. out of nowhere bye bruce okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. he ran away he's like prince <laughs> what um well i think we're gonna wrap this up soon but let us know um where we could find you guys all your websites and if you have anything coming up you want to just do a little little plug there all right www. 
vicesvanity.com is our is our main thing which you could find all of our links on there but um facebook you know dot com slash vices of vanity i think it's instagram vices of vanity yeah, all one yeah. word it's yep. pretty try to keep it pretty spotify. pretty easy spotify just type in vices of vanity uh, it, it'll show up there's fun things on there and uh yeah we're um actually about to discuss after this um recording and stuff like that we're gonna go back into the studio soon so i don't know I don't, it's a holiday so it's kind of yeah. tricky to see yep. see if we're actually gonna make it in before the holidays or if we're gonna wait till january but we've got like two new songs that are pretty much ready to go um we're getting ready to do production going, going on going heavier um, going heavier so for people who but do also know, groovier but groovier yeah it's definitely of, heavier though. it's heavier and it's groovier. kind of our I, I would say it's you, it's if you, you know our stuff it's out. like it's like hard way we're going in the hard way direction so like that was the first single we did and then um we kind of went in this like rowdy years. rowdy thing which was like kind of a more raw rock and roll thing and now we're kind of going back to the heavier like like melodic groovy riffy kind of stuff so um yeah so hopefully early 2021 yeah we'll be uh releasing some stuff so we'll probably release like 2020 no. yeah, 20, forget 21. about 2020 yeah. but a lot of good things happened in 2020 yeah. so i'm not gonna lock it it kind of gave, gave everybody i feel like a, a hold up well yeah that's my um our other last question we kind of like to ask is do you have any advice for um musicians to kind of like during this time, do you have like a good piece of advice or like something cool to kind of leave off on? Work on your craft, like, but and be passionate. Like, don't don't lose that. I don't know. I would just say like, you, you kind of. I know for me personally, it was like whoa, everything kind of stopped, and it was like well, there's a lot of things I've been talking about doing, like getting better at so that was a big thing for me was getting better at solos and soloing, and now it's to the point where I'm actually like taking lessons um yeah. and stuff so it's like i just was like always like ah that's good enough that's good enough that'll get me through but it's like no like you have the time you know it's kind of everybody's been on a reset you know um and like hone in on your craft and just kind of think of more like creative things to do i don't know in general i guess yeah like just do it don't make excuses yes. stop making excuses say, yeah, just, just do just it do it it's, it yeah might not happen overnight but whatever you have time it's okay Yep. Mm -hmm. And don't be afraid to uh, try some new things. Um, that has Ooh, been that's a good one. That's been the year for me, I will say. I am a uh, total Amish and uh, tech is it's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to put it. It's actually not true. My friend, um, weird things happen around me whenever tech's involved and uh, actually both of us, but definitely with me. Mm, yeah, um, so and you, so it has been super frustrating, but I will have to say now I am starting to be able to record my own music. I record other people. I've got the whole system down here set up now which we've been talking i've been talking about forever i saw the first podcast in 1999 uh at uh, dragon con and i was like dragon i want con. to do that and yeah. 20 years later i have a podcast now um so and learning mm. all of the podcasting stuff and zoom and all this crazy being able to just do this here with you guys today you know we, we would not have probably done this if we hadn't had the year we had so mm -hmm. um so it's bringing us closer in some ways i think in some ways um so you know that's really like don't be afraid to try some crazy things man i would also like to say like if you know a musician or a band or something like that and you have some like for example there's a bunch of really good questions in here like share that with your friends reach out to them 
uh, check in on with everybody to make mm -hmm. sure that they're feeling okay. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 been a weird weird wild ride, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of musicians and a lot of creatives are really hurting. If there's any way you can support those people, try to do that. Um, reach out and and see how their world is going, and if you can support them, do that. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you know, I've always wanted to learn guitar, and you know a great guitar player who's not doing so great because he mm -hmm. didn't have a job. Throw them some cash, do an online lesson, figure yeah. it out. That's what I'm saying. Don't feel free to, I mean, don't feel afraid to not ask because yeah. really it starts with just asking mm -hmm. that one question. And most of the time, if you ask it in the right way, it's going to be yes. It's going to. Yeah. You know. Or lead you to a yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, thank you guys for tuning in with us. We're glad we uh, can see you. Can see you virtually and hopefully we soon More, yeah i was gonna yes. say we gotta work yeah. out some stuff so we can uh do some show swapping and mm -hmm. together we'll bring you to a different that. venue in new york that doesn't have a double blizzard yeah. <laughs> or bad pizza oh, bad pizza man yeah we'll They're bring you to like, the good pizza place a nice new york venue like. <laughs> yes so yes <laughs> please show me the ways mm -hmm. show me the ways and no club kits, please. Yes. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> Sounds good. Great on that one. <laughs> just, we'll just. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in, everyone on the Facebook Live. Thanks for tuning in. Check out Vices of Vanity. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Music Monday Hangouts with Jackknife Stiletto. Be sure to subscribe and click that notification bell so you never miss out on future podcasts. If you'd like to support our band, please share this podcast and our music with your friends and check out our merch store at jackknifestiletto.com store. You can find all of our upcoming gigs and live streams on our website at jackknifestiletto.com tour. Thanks for listening. See you next week.